Howdy, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Do Not Worry. Drink Prime, everybody. This is an ex- uh, extra special sports edition, sporty edition. You've got your Bulls. Bulls uh, is that a jersey. football jersey? Uh, like a no, baseball? It's, no, it's sure. a basketball jersey. How's everybody doing? Prime, we're going to be tasting, we're going to be taste testing some Prime at the end of this episode, folks. Uh, give you our opinion on this overhyped, very expensive drink, goddammit. Very expensive. Uh, drink. And it's pointless. So we're going to talk about Prime a little bit later. How's everybody doing? Joined by Nadim today. Uh, it's just me and you this week. The, the interns aren't here. God bless them. Elijah's busy. Noor, I don't know what's up with Noor. God Noor bless you Elijah, too. Uh, folks, we got an interesting episode uh, this week. A lot of crazy shit. Pandor's rainbow cake madness continues, folks. We got a rainbow cake. Uh, it's causing people to turn gay all across the country. What's going on with this cake? We spoke about it a few months ago with Ajnoudarab Jannou. This cake madness has got to end. We have, I have answers. This conspiracy is going to be solved tonight, folks. Khalas. Mafiba. Barbie is officially banned in the Middle East. So khalas is not, no more It's banned. You ain't watching Barbie, okay? I'm wearing my pink uh, thing uh, to, to celebrate Barbie. The Beirut Blast, folks, was just used in the trailer of a brand new Hollywood movie called The Creator. So we're going to talk about that and how insensitive and fucked up that is. And I've been kicked off of Twitter or X. I got kicked <laughs> off. My, I'll, I'll talk about it. We'll find out. Good question, Liz. Uh, folks. Thank you to our patrons. If you want to support us on Patreon, uh, please consider supporting us. You'll be helping out the channel and making sure that I can pay my interns and in buying these primes so you guys can watch the show. Uh, and I'm going to thank some patrons a little bit later on this episode. Starting first, our first topic of the evening. Uh, it's a little, just fun little update, Tanya. Our friend Jad Venture. I forgot to talk about this last week. We were supposed to talk about this before, but I completely dropped the ball. Sorry, Jad. Jad is doing a fundraiser, but you can still donate. You can still donate. Uh, Jad, our boy, is walking. Let's watch his video. I don't think it's going to get caught because he uses Jad Demon Bistamil copyrighted music, but let's watch this. This is the announcement for what he's doing. Sabaho, Ana Jad, and from 19 to 26 Let's just pause it, hey, guys. you know, copyright my copyright. Play. تيام رح كون عم بمشي من السفارة اللبنانية ببروكسل للسفارة اللبنانية بباري رح نزل فيديوز وستوريز وافتح لايف خبركم عن المشوار واخدكم معي خلال المشوار رح يكون في لينك مخصص للحملة وان مين ما كان في فوت يدعم ويتبرع بمبلغ صغير او كبير Sponsors, folks, look at these amazing sponsors. We got the bros, our bros, we love them. Sandwave, come in as sponsors of the show. Our Sand, we love these guys, so good on them for supporting. So as of this recording on August 1st, uh, Jad has raised 3,793 euros. And I think that does not include the money that the bros, Sendwave, Usikasok, and like the other sponsors are. So he's actually raised more than this. But so far, this is the GoFundMe. He's made almost 3,800 euros, which is fucking awesome. And again, all of that money is going to go uh, to help people pay for their cancer treatments. Uh, I'm just going to read this little part from his uh, from his GoFundMe. Between Wednesday, July 19th, and Wednesday, July 26th. Again, it passed, but you can still you can still donate. 
I'll be walking from the Lebanese embassy in Brussels to the Lebanese embassy in Paris and raising funds that will go towards buying cancer medication and treatments for people in Lebanon that cannot afford it. The journey of around 300 kilometers will take eight days. Anyone will be able to follow along the journey via social media, etc. The funds will be sent to crush cancer with a smile represented by the warrior and cancer survivor, Sharif Kais. This They will handle all the logistics to provide as many cancer patients as possible with the help they need. And here's a photo of Jad finally arriving to the uh, embassy in Paris or France. Brussels, was it? From when, when, when? He made it to France. Brussels, love France. Here he is in France, carrying the flag, raised a bunch of money. We're very proud of you. Uh, we're going to have the link to his GoFundMe in the description of this video. We, 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 we genuinely encourage you guys to go donate if you can. Help out our bro. And Jad, we're very proud of you, honestly. You're fucking awesome, my man. Cheers, guys. So, uh, good on him. Good man. Good man. Uh, also, folks, another quick little update. Speaking of friends, we have our boys from Last Floor Productions and two... Two patrons of the show, Daniel Habib and Firas Abi Fakhir. Daniel. Uh, founders of Last Floor Productions. Uh, I, I worked with them for like a year, you know, did some screenwriting, learned a lot. Uh, they made a short film like a year and a half ago, two years ago. I can't remember exactly when. So it's called It Gets Darker. It's a very cool little short film. It won a bunch of awards like international at, at international horror film festivals. It's very good. Uh, and they finally released it on YouTube, not on their channel. There's a, a YouTube channel. I forgot what it's called. God damn it. Like Alter. Uh, YouTube. I'm not sure yeah. research. The channel is called Alter. They release a bunch of shorts and stuff like that. Uh, I guess like by alternative filmmakers. It's like an alternative choice. And their film, their short film, It Gets Darker, was just released on Alter. So you can actually watch It Gets Darker in its entirety. It's like a 20 minute short. Here's the poster. Uh, it stars a bunch of people you might know, like uh, stand-up comedian Noor Hajar, a uh, very talented actress, Hiba Shihan. We got Walid Fghale, uh, with Badi Abu Sha'ra, arguably Lebanon's greatest actor. I've shared a scene with him on and the, Nadia the show, Fixer. Nadia Sherbil as well. Uh, the wardrobe stylist, Isabella Khouri, also a patron of this channel. So Isabella, we love you. We care. And editor, Mark Aid, a great friend of the show as well. And director of photography, Rashid Asmar. Uh, and as I said, written and directed by Firas Abu Fakhir and Daniel Habib. Uh, here are some stills from the film that you can check out. Like a promotional. Uh, here is, look, look how beautifully shot this film. It's a great 20 minutes and it, you, people are always looking for something to watch. You know what I mean? You have 20 minutes to kill. You want to watch a quality short film. Uh, get on YouTube. You're not going to watch it. Get the, you know, you're not going to find started. a better, 20, better way to kill 20 minutes. Uh, folks, my Twitter has been suspended just today, earlier today. I am permanently suspended from fucking Twitter. All I can do is scroll and look at tweets. I can't like, I can't share, I can't send any more DMs. Your ex. I can't even open my DMs. Yeah, I can't send any exes. Let's, let's stop. We're going to talk about this and the rebranding about Twitter. Best know. Fuck you, Elon Musk. I fucking hate you. Where's the, where's the fucking Twitter? Uh... So my Twitter. Okay, so Biftah Twitter this morning, or X. This message, your account is suspended. After careful review, we determined your account broke the Twitter rules. Your account is permanently in read-only mode, which means you can't tweet, retweet, or like content. You won't be able to create new accounts. If you think we got this wrong, you can submit an appeal. Now, normally, I would not want to submit an appeal because fuck Elon Musk, but I did submit an appeal because I've been on Twitter <laughs> since 2012, goddammit, okay? Threads fucking sucks. I'm sorry. I don't want to use threads. I'm never going to use threads. I'm on threads, but it sucks. No one's using it. It's already dead. So I'm sticking to Twitter, goddammit, or X, whatever the fuck. So anyways, I open my email and uh, they tell me what is the tweet that did the damage. And I get it. Like, look, it says, hello, do not worry the pod. Your account has been suspended for violating the Twitter rules, uh, specifically for a violent speech 
You may not threaten, incite, glorify, or express a desire for harm or violence. And what is the tweet in question? So I shared this video of uh, Riyad Salemi, and people are like celebrating on Riyad Salemi. Look at this. It's infuriating. Okay, look at the lady in the striped shirt. Fantastic. Anyways, everybody knows that Riyad Salemi is a devil. So I'm not going to make an obvious tweet like Riyad Salemi stole our money. Fuck him. Who, everybody, who, everybody knows that shit. Fuck the guy. I was like, the, the lady. Why are you clapping so much? Why are you so happy and cheering? Why the fuck are you doing that? So I just put out a very simple tweet, okay, that said, would not be upset if the lady in the striped t-shirt gets hit by a car later today. I didn't say I was going to hit her by a car. I didn't ask anyone to hit her by a car. I said, if she so happened to get hit you by a car. You wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't that, be upset, yeah. okay? I've been, I've tweeted some things in the past that like kind of come in and a violent speech was, I've, I've never had my account suspended, but what happened is they're like, you can't tweet for 12 hours, okay? Delete the tweet. You can't t tweet for 12 hours. The next day your account is reinstated. Do that. Give, give me, suspend my account for 12 hours. Shoot permanent suspension. I can't tweet forever. Now I got to beg you guys in the fucking uh, appeals. <laughs> Elon Musk, bro. Fuck you, motherfucker. You guys don't even understand the context of this tweet, Yan. Obviously, if you knew what was happening in Lebanon, if you knew what Riyad Salemi did to our money and our family's money, you would understand me hating this fucking woman and her fucking clapping. You wouldn't ban me. You would ban her or some shit. Yeah, and it does, you don't <laughs> even understand the, the geopolitical context to my tweet. It's actually a genius tweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's avant-garde. It's, uh, yeah, it's ahead of its time. Futuristic. Dear. Hey, bro, I'm coming. And what the fuck? What are you doing to me? Auteur, bro. My profile, it says zero following, zero followers. Like, I don't even think you can find me on Twitter anymore. What? Or X. What the fuck? Well, speaking of X. Elon Musk. Aid rebranding it ahead, bro. Ma'ul, if someone has, you have an iconic brand. This is my Twitter. Like, the word tweet is a verb now. Hala, shu, shu, sorry, post. I posted an X. Shubek, yair. What the fuck is this? People who like Elon Musk on Jet, please fuck off. The motherfucker spent $44 billion on a shitty fucking app already. He's making it worse every fucking day. He's permanently suspended me from the fucking application. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking <laughs> asshole. Is there any... Because he's a fucking idiot, bro. He said, as a joke, he said, I want to buy Twitter. Then he decided to, like, back off and not do it. But it was already too late because yeah, things were already in motion. Stock prices were going up and down. Because he said he was going to buy it. So he was essentially forced to buy Twitter after yeah. just joking about it. Then he's fucking stuck with it. He's fucking broke my body, man. There was, like, a limit on tweets. So they're trying to get you to buy Twitter blue. And I've, I've spoken about this before. I'm not going to get into why Twitter sucks now under Elon Musk. But Allah said, it's my ex, bro. Look, what is it? And I, I X'd out an X today? Did you check your X account? What the fuck, bro? You had to... And people who like defend Elon Musk, but he's a genius. No, he's not a fucking genius, bro. Okay, he's not. A, he was born into a rich family. His dad gave him everything he fucking has. He didn't even start PayPal. He didn't fucking found PayPal, bro. His friends fucking did PayPal. <laughs> he didn't start Tesla. <laughs> bro. He's fucking got lucky. Because, <laughs> bro, I use Twitter for research for the show. You know, the threads fucking sucks. I have an alternate account on Twitter. This is Monat Anthony Sargon at Do Not Worry Pod, and I tweeted out, You can't stop me, Elon! But yeah. <laughs> about account I've been on, I've had it for a year, the algorithm fucking sucks on it, I don't have access to any of the shit that I like. Y'all better fucking give me my fucking X account back, you motherfuckers. A to be Elon, I fucking hate Elon Musk, bro, on my whole fucking website. Another update, but this one's kind of sad. Uh, b -b 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 for fans of uh, Euphoria, 
Uh, Angus Cloud, the star, one of the stars of Euphoria, dies at the age of 25, yo. This is fucking tragic, bro. 25-year-old. He's a little bit older than you are, and it was fucking sad as hell. Such a talented actor. And I discovered him, and I think his acting debut was in Euphoria, unless he was in like some really small independent thing before. And I remember he used to work as a waiter before Euphoria. Like they just He was a very yeah. raw talent that they discovered. As soon as I started watching the show and his character came on, the first thing I thought about was, this guy looks like Mac Miller. And I love Mac Miller. And Mac yeah. Miller, as you know, passed away a few years ago. So I instantly connected with his character because I was like, this is like a, the second coming of Mac Miller in a way. It's like he's still around just because he looks so much like this guy. He dresses like him. So, and I even I remember tweeting about it. Like As soon as I started watching Euphoria, I tweeted a picture of that dude. I was like, man, this guy fucking reminds me of Mac Miller. Like I fuck with him. He's fucking dead, bro, at 25. Angus Cloud, the actor best known for playing the drug dealer Fezco or Fez O'Neill on HBO's Euphoria, died Monday in Oakland, California. He was 25. The Oakland Fire Department said it responded to a medical emergency at approximately 11.30 a.m. and the patient was already deceased. The cause of death was unknown, the fire department said. Uh, they confirmed that it remains an active death investigation. Then his family released a statement, which kind of confirms that it, it's a suicide, but I guess we don't know how he killed himself. It says it is with the heaviest heart that we had to say goodbye to an incredible human today, Cloud's family said in a statement. As an artist, a friend, a brother, and a son, Angus was special to all of us in so many ways. Last week, he buried his father and intensely struggled with his loss. The only comfort we have is knowing Angus is now reunited with his dad, who was his best friend. Angus was open about his battle with mental health, and we hope that his passing can be a reminder to others that they are not alone and should not fight this on their own in silence. So definitely, he took his own life. We just don't know how. Super sad. And again, they mentioned that he had a very close relationship with his dad. So his dad had just passed away. He took it really hard. I guess he didn't want to continue. Either way, if you guys have never seen Euphoria, this probably means nothing to you. You know what I mean? And I've seen the show, and I know it's a little bit weird. The show, it's a bunch of sex with high schoolers and stuff. So no, it's, I, like, I like the way it's done. I like the way it's written. I, it's, it's shot really well. Uh, it's done by Sam Levinson, who, I mean, came in a kind of a weirdo. And he's the guy behind the, the shit show that was The Idol. So, hey, <laughs> the man ain't perfect. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I like Euphoria. I fuck with that show. And it's just very sad to see. And this guy had, like, the best story arc, man. It's just very sad. So anyways, rest in peace, Angus Cloud. Rest in power, buddy. Quick Barbie update, folks. Uh, it is officially banned. Okay, now I had a tweet that DMs on Twitter. I can't access my DMs anymore. I found other tweets and I called Cinema City Lyon. I called the Beirut They officially told me the movie is banned. I asked them why. She's like, my body is but I know it's banned. We know why. It's probably LGBTQ slash trans stuff. Uh, we also got a comment last week. Man, uh, Ryan, uh, Shada's best friend, this is the update that he gave us. He said, okay, a few updates from Vox Lebanon. Barbie is banned for LGBT references. So I guess the Vox is up to... I don't know. Like, no, feel, feel gay. Feel gays. Uh, Oppenheimer is not censored. We did not ask about that, Ryan. I don't care. If we know Oppenheimer is not censored here. Of course. And he says they fixed the AC, Vox. So that's good news for everybody. Uh, thank you, Ryan. I confirm, I double confirm. I tried to call Vox. I tried to call for hours. I wanted to ask them is that the AC was working and why they're banning Barbie just to get an official answer. So I cannot confirm that the AC is actually still working.
Uh, but yeah, Barbie is officially banned. And ironically, here's a very cool uh, tweet. Hamad said, the trans actress in Barbie that got the movie banned in the Middle East is anti-Zionist. This movie gets better and better. And here's a tweet of Harry Neff saying, this one never did. Fuck Israel, free Palestine. And I think she's Jewish, so that's pretty fucking awesome. But we have a huge ally here, you know what I mean? Against the, the, uh, the, Zionist. the Zionist Israeli government. And y'all just treated her with disrespect. And this is another tweet from uh, Jen Everglow. She said, Barbie's officially banned in the Middle East, and it's all because of the UAE. And to all the woke Westerners, don't you dare defend Arabs from the misogyny and Neanderthal allegations from now on. They are all these horrible things <laughs> and worse. And yeah, I guess you know, the, the decision comes from the UAE because they're like the yeah. central market here. They're the ones that make all the money when a movie comes out. So if they're banning it, we follow suit, especially in Lebanon, our market. So if, if the UAE is banning it, Drink Prime. I'm kidding. Don't drink Prime. <laughs> Rami Naus. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. I I found this guy, folks, randomly. He's very popular on TikTok. He's got like 300,000. He was really popular. I mean, I It's the first time I see him, folks. This video just caught my attention and uh, I loved it. عم بيقول هو سمع من حدا عم بيقول او بيحكوا عنا العالم يعني بيحكي عنك انت عايش للعالم ولا عايش لنفسك ما في اوعى بكير مش انا ما فيك توعى بكير بتعرف انا ضيعت سبع سنين كنت اوعى الساعة واحدة هلا تعوض عم بوعى الساعة خمسة يا كان الحياة شو حلوة مان سلف حبايبيز I hope this doesn't I tried to upload these to YouTube to see if the music he has in the background will get me copyrighted one of the videos got copyright claimed. I don't, I don't know, bro. But I, I, it's just so funny. Man. Like, he's just sitting, like, randomly. He starts running barefoot, like... He just starts running randomly, like... Nick, he's a, he's, you know something about him that I don't know. You said like he was a cancer survivor. Yeah, I, I, I know him. I've personally met him. Yeah. Give us some background on that. Uh, okay, Rami, Abel can small illusionist Rami, who can mainly, like, he used to like uh, do magic tricks with uh, Magic tricks were not starting off very good. Yeah. Then by I then, don't like magic tricks. <laughs> then by then, uh, and he used like to have this persona, maniac. Then by then, haram, you know. He had like cancer. My wife shoe no cancer. Then but then he overcame it. Whenever he overcame it, Salam Tak. Salam Tak. I guess Then he came back as a life coach, inspiring yeah. uh, speaker. Kind of uh, as a speaker and he did something it's more less let's live, which okay. mainly as like a community kind of. It makes sense. I mean, someone who's been through, I've, I think, I haven't had cancer yet. Who knows what, what I'll get from, uh, from the August 4th blast. But you know, so far, so good. So I can't, you know, obviously, salimto. So I can't imagine how hard and scary it is to, to have to fight something like this, not knowing if you're going to survive. 
I'm not a fan of life coaches. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> and he does a lot of things that I don't like. So like, uh, magic. That's right. I hate magic. People who, like use magic to, to start conversations yeah. with people. It's like I find that so weird. Like you want to? I, I don't want to see goddamn magic trick, bro. I do not want to see your magic trick. Put the cards back in your pocket. Double cards. Magic trick. I'm not interested. So I hate magic. That's not. I'm not going to judge him based on the magic. But see, we have a bunch of videos of him like doing life coaching, ice baths, all the sort of shit. That's like it's kind of like you know. this. Yeah, it's funny. I'm not. I don't have any problem with it. It's the red pill sort of Andrew Tate slash stab. So far, in all the videos I've seen, Mishfate has seen Andrew Tate. As far as I know, he's not an Andrew Tate type at all. But he's doing all these funny things, like you know the the ice baths, like almost every cliche. He's hitting it. Like bro, Zelame, record from Naura Berke on, you know, like all the Sahel Hafe, bro. Yeah, he's crazy. Let's watch a couple of other videos. He one of his videos explained why he runs Hafe. I'm 70 kg, man. The last time I checked, I don't take any pills or supplements. I run long distances barefoot and I fast 14 to 20 hours daily. I used to have so back serious. pain and knee pain. Now I have no chronic pain. I sleep six to seven hours and I wake up fresh. I feel good 95% of the time. And I don't remember when was the last time I was sick. I'm not a superhuman. I'm exactly what being a human is I'm just here to remind to remind you how good it is to be a human baby. Woo! <laughs> Fucked it up there at the end. Should have done a second take. <laughs> he seems like a nice, very likable guy. Yeah. yeah. So this video right here, he's being full-on guru. He's gonna talk a bunch of nonsense, I think, in my opinion, best know. Maybe you can find some value in this. Let's see. <laughs> can you sit down, guys? Zach and Laura, can you hold it? We're gonna disregard them a little bit and we're gonna keep on doing something else. Before we continue, how are you feeling, guys? Laura, how is your left hand? Tired a bit? This hat represents a thought. This thought became stress for both of them. Now you can see it. I didn't tell them anything. I just gave them a thought. How our brain functions. Your wait, brain wait, comes wait, and throws something in your... You gave them a hat to hold. You didn't give them a thought. You gave them the on be hat and they've been holding it Mom. for eight minutes. I don't think that's stress. I think that's natural, like... Natural stress. Yeah. What are you doing here? What are you doing, Rami? I lo still love you, bro. You're lonely. And you go into, I'm lonely, why I am lonely. And you get stressed and all that, right? I mean, I like you're lonely, bro. It's just a thought. It's just your brain. I mean, I like you're lonely. Brain functioning. You throw a thought. You keep on holding the thought. First five minutes, it's okay. Ten minutes, okay. One hour, I'm a bit tired. Three hours, one day. It's heavy, man. And it gets heavier, heavier, and heavier. Unless, what do you do? We fucking let it go. How did this video? Let's see. Okay, so now we're going to get... So we had a video of him talking about cocaine. But that one got copyrighted. <laughs> Let's try a couple of seconds of that one. Just a few seconds. Look at the cocaine addict. Learn from him and improve your life. You will ask me why. I'll tell you why. He goes on a Play it again. Just, uh, we're cutting every few seconds for copyright. Saturday, having fun. His friend gives him a line, takes a line, he enjoys the night, goes back home. The next week. Copyright, folks. Copyright. His friend gives him two lines, takes two lines, enjoys the night, goes back home. Third week. Khalas, you know where this is headed. The next week, three lines, four now four lines. lines. <laughs> Hala, he buys a gram. Now he has his own gram. He literally kind of talks like that. It's interesting. He's right. Look, addiction. It's just funny. He's got the music. He's got, you know, the tattoos. And ice baths, baby. Fucking ice baths. 
Guys, I want to tell you something. Meg, would you do it? And I would try it. I don't know if I would do it with my arms under my armpits, though. I don't know if I would do it that way. So I would try an ice bath, but I would not enjoy it. I don't like cold water. I don't like showering with cold water. So uh, uh, ice thing sounds like a fucking nightmare. Like, if you like, she, I'm just gonna say, hatta, I'll hold all the alarm, bro. I'll tell you like, how it looks. Okay, but the hammer be my sickness. Yeah, the sickness. The درجة شوية بلش تحس عم تحتري. ترجع بتحط ماي مسقف فوق. Wow, euphoria. I'm, I'll Utopia. pass. I'll pass. I'll pass. Okay, we had another ice bath video to show you, but it got copyright claimed. So we're going to jump to this last one where he's running again. I love these are my favorites. When I understood those three concepts, my whole life changed, man. Time is priceless. You can always have more money, but you can only have some time. You can only and have some what? That money has a force, but true power comes with love, man. And it's easy to look good, but to feel good is a process. It takes effort. God bless him. Okay, I like this guy. I like him. He seems like a nice dude. No. Doesn't, not really harming anyone. Unless he starts telling people, like, switch the natural, like, don't take your medicines. Take this, drink these uh. tea leaves and it'll heal your, your <laughs> hey, da, da, no. I don't think Given so. that gets kind of dangerous, you know what I mean? Moving on, we found another Elijah ripoff. This guy's like seven years old or eight years old. <laughs> That's not his actual name on TikTok. His name is... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Shut up, boy. His name is uh, Alfalo Bataishak. Uh, Andom Elfumitan followers. Akhtarmina on my personal TikTok account. <laughs> so here's his video. Uh, and you guys know Elijah's videos he's been doing on a TikTok. He's got like over 30,000 uh, followers there and stuff. So let's see what this kid's doing. كيفك تعيش إذا هجموا عليك الباد بويز بالأبسة بتكون عم تتمشى بالأبسة وفجأة بيطلع لك الباد بويز باد بويز ما بتعطيهم وجهه ضلك عم تتمشى بس هن حيوقفوك ليلبسوك باروكي مثلهم فأكيد ما حدا بده يصير باد بويز بس ما شو حتعمل أول شيء مثل عم بس تلاقيهم عم يلحقوك بعضهم وما بتقدر تعمل شيء دغري حمال أغلى فيب بالعالم وقول لهم هاي أحلى أغلى فيب وأحلى فيب بس أنت بتكون حاط فيها متفجرات فبس ياخذوها بتقول لهم خذوا واحد واحد وبتفل بس هن ما حيعطوك وجه I'm sick and on jet. Elijah at the end says, Mabruk Ash. Mabruk Ash. Hek with Kun Ash. Ulshu will like, but Aisha can fade. Like, at least be a little bit original. You can do rip off Elijah and I'm all do the, the animations. Wait, it's. We would have. And I wanted to wait for Elijah to come and react with us. Yeah, Atina, his professional opinion. But no. honestly, who knows when he's going to be back? So yeah. I don't want to hold. I don't want to sit on this for a month. Oh, but cool. I'm down everything, bro. How takes a weird. I'm sure. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do Elijah. I'm not going to do like. Follow with Aisha. We're going to do follow with Aisha. Am I going to risk dying? Hey, the follow. I'm not kidding. I follow. I'm Elijah all the way. I know. Follow with Aisha. Maybe I'll hire him. Maybe I'll hire him as an editor. Look at these skills, bro. I'm just demanding. The Jahod Sura. With. About. Bad. Thank you. With Kitty Jake, bro. It's Bayin. You know. We do different. Poses. Anyways, like feel like she, bro. Elijah, after she was jealous, at my hello, beyond articulation, about just him. Elijah, bravo, bro. And Jenny, whenever but not beyond Pajer, wow. I imagine him taking the pictures that makes me like, you know what I mean? Like the Halo with he's trying to look a certain way. The behind the scenes of making anything is always pathetic, and it's always it's always embarrassing when you see how how shit is actually made. Moving on, we're going to talk about one of our favorite characters on the show, Theresia Ha'i'i. I love this girl. Okay, this is why you guys come on the show, for this incredible coverage 
يو نو هارد باوندينج نيوز شو عم بيصير بلبنان هيدا اللي عم بيصير بلبنان فوكس هيدا بونجور يا حلوين بونجور كيفكم ان شاء الله منيح اليوم ترويقتنا اول شي هون عند بيضة حطيت ملح قلتو فيكم تحطو البهارات اللي بتحبوها لنعمل اومليت اليوم خلصت معنا الاومليت هون عندنا الجبنة البلدية امبارح عملناها ونزلتلكم طريقتها كتير طيبة جربوها وراح حط حدهم كمان خيار ومقتي وبندورة وهلا رح توقع معكم عن الجبنه البلديه وانصحكم تجربوها لانه كثير طيبه فوكس تريزا ريسنتلي سيليبريتد هير 19th بيرثدي بنرجع من عيدك يا تريزا ينعاد عليك Because she's so pure and innocent, like she's su- such a sweet person. She seems yeah. like such a nice person. I would, I get bizarre, like, you know, if he, she just posts this out there, heck of disgusting out people out there on the fucking internet. Moving on, folks, we are about to talk about the Pandor Rainbow Cake, the story that has taken Lebanon by storm. But before we get there, folks, let me just take a second to thank some of our amazing new patrons who joined us, folks. We got two new abductee patrons last week, Sahar Huri. And Curtly Legend, bless you guys. And we got a brand new blonde patron, Lucas with an R. Thank you guys so much. The show cannot exist without our patrons. Literally, I use the money to pay the interns who make the show happen. So if there's no Patreon, there are no interns, there's no show. So the show is by the people, for the people. We love you. Uh, Anjed, welcome to the family. Let me take a second to thank a few others of our uh, amazing patrons like Darkwing Duck, Jad Sabir, Mo K, Ahmad M, Josh, Falafel Brain, Yellow Diarrhea, Always Worried, a.k.a. Sarah Jane Fahad, my cousin, Dr. Octopus, and Karen's Cravings, and superhero patrons like Joito, Ned, Jabdallah, Rassan Hamoud, and Dr. William Watfa, the boobs doctor, and Rami Gharib, why not? And our God-tier patrons, Jessica and Rifat Fakih and Burgery, the best burgers in Tripoli. Folks, if you want to support this channel, if you like what we're doing over here, head on over to Patreon, find a tier that's right for you, and uh, support us. We love you. We love you guys. Thank you so much for paying us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. The one of the main topics of this evening, the Pandora Rainbow Cake controversy, folks. Shuambisir, what where did it start? What's happening? Let's talk about it. Let's take our time because it's a, it's a whole saga. And I'm going to tell you what is actually happening at the end. What's been going on? This crazy, crazy story. So this all started actually a few months ago. Like three, four months ago, with a Jnudrab Feto ala Pandor, when they attacked it, the rainbow cake. And this is the video, and we talked about it a few months ago, but here's the clip that went viral ala, on, on social media. <laughs> Yeah, 
بفتكر رايت هيدا من فين سماع يعني اوكي اوكي سو وي جونا باوز ذس اند بلاي ات هلا اجين So he's telling her, "Hatin, hey, that cake, I'm a chaja alam, etc." You know, he's not happy with the cake. This guy, this was tweeted a thousand times, and people were fighting on social media and Twitter, etc., etc. I honestly never followed up on what happened. I assumed Pandor stopped selling the cake because they didn't want to deal with the shit. Usarfi laws bi Lebanon kilo. They were banning rainbows left and right. Master chips can rahishilo rainbow from the guy on the jibna kis chips jibna. Um, an zalet budaket um. Give me, give me one of these bags. So the master chips come in. They're, they're snackers. He's, he's got a rainbow on his head. rainbow. So I bought a couple of these bags just to save them. You know, once they remove the flag. By the way, they, the flag is still there. feel rainbow t-shirt. before they expire. Anyways, put these away. You can leave them next to you. These are not and Oh, we can't eat them anymore. Yeah. Let's keep them. Collection. So, so, so and I assume this cake stopped existing. I never managed to forget that cake. I was like, oh, they had a rainbow cake. It's, 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 it's for kids, bro. It's not. Like, Mazdun Hinne Pandar isn't standing with the gay community at Edde. They have a rainbow cake. It's, it's for kids. It's a colorful cake. You know what I mean? Anyways. Min Kamyon, three, four days ago, this fucking tweet fucking blows up. Anna Odette Sawaya. Who shares this photo of cake al pandor? Oh, there's the colorful cake. Unizlit betweet. Hello, God, God bless. We've got to read Arabic. Be patient with me. I'm Birjul pandor. I'm Birjul le alam. Birjul. I'm Beirouj. I'm أنا ما حريت الشخص الفردية يستفيل بس ما فيك تجي تفرضها على مجتمعنا رح نحاربك ونقطعك لنحافظ على مسيحيتنا وتقاليدنا وعاداتنا ومجتمعنا بويكوت باندور هاشتاج سو ذات ون كريزي يا يور ارابيك اند از جيتنج عم يتحسن سو أنا ما حريت الشخص الفردية بلا 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 رح نقاطعك وي غونا ديفند اور كريستيانيتي وتقاليدنا وعاداتنا ومجتمعنا This got a whole bunch of replies. <laughs> I'm going to read just a few of the replies. They're making fun of her for good reason. But a lot of people agreed. Like, Count me in too, dear. LGBTQ with a continuous Whatever. She says, This is unacceptable. She replies. It's him and it's Michel Aoun. It's, like <laughs> it's a collage of Michel Aoun. Anna Zen S. Maki. That gives him a nice little thumbs up. Anna Muhammad. أكيد مقاطع معك وما تهتم للعالم يلي قاعدة عم تتفهم عندك. آخر همي. This was actually very funny. Rene Wedrum is a cake. Stafazik, inshallah, bukra ibnik bitla akbar lute. 
Then on a Coke, Abzuhal, who replied to that tweet with a ha 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 enthusiastic laughter. In case you guys thought it was homophobic, it ain't okay. We got support for that tweet. It was it's a funny tweet, and I do hope I do hope she gets super gay kids. That would be very funny. But haram for the kids. I actually I would feel bad for the kids because she would probably torture them and shit. So no, I hope she has alpha kids, nigra that she will love. Because if she gets a gay kid, she, that child will be unloved. Uh, their whole life that shit will happen she's the kind of person who would try to do an exorcism for, for her gay, gay child so this happened I was like okay damn this tweet's going crazy people are back on this Pandor will a statement Pandor Pandor تداوله في وسائل التواصل الاجتماعي عن منتج مصنوع لدعم شعارات وأهداف بعيدة كل البعد عن معتقداتنا وعاداتنا وتقاليدنا. So here they're throwing the gay community under the bus. So like how dare you say that نحن باندور we support we have a product that is in support for this stuff that is so far away and so far removed from our beliefs and our values. So باندور عن جد shame on you for Literally, by trying to appease an extremist community of idiots, you threw an entire innocent community of LGBT under the bus. وإذا تشكر كل شو وإذا تشكر كل المحبين 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 I can do it. I can let me let me practice. محبين وإذا تشكر كل المحبين الذين لم تتوقف اتصالاتهم المستنكرة والرافدة لمثل هذه الاتهامات التي يسوقها المغردون والمحتملون على شركاتنا الأغراض خاصة ودينية. Ah, did I read? So they're saying so bad. So no, thank you for people for calling us and saying that you stand with us and that we don't stand for this. So come in. They're distancing themselves from the gayness even more. And no, thank you for thanking us and refusing. And whole اتهامات المرفة that Pandor defends gay people or even supports them in any way, shape, or form. وإننا إذ نهيب بكل شو المنهيب وإننا إذ نهيب بكل المعنيين والمسؤولين عن سمعة وكرامة المنتجات اللبنانية أن تقوم بواجباتها لمعرفة من يقف خلف هذه الدعاية المغردة. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, يعني she's like calling out عالم خصم بأنه يعني مثل كانوا وزارة الاقتصاد أو whatever عالم خصم بالproducts لأنه to stop all the عالم that are like doing a propaganda. Okay, this is propaganda, but the Mishkli mission of the propaganda that Pandor supports gay people. The propaganda is that the cake is going to turn you gay or something. That's the like, what like a cake does not support anything, it's just a colorful cake. You're just reading too much into it, you crazy lady. لزبائننا الكرام استمرارنا بخدمة المجتمع اللبناني بأفضل شكل ممكن وشكرا ما هي بس يحطوا مجتمع اللبناني take dinner so after seeing all of that and reading the statement and all of this shit I was like you know what I kind of want to do a funny bit on the show I want to go buy a couple of slices of that rainbow cake نكلوا عشوخة يمن سير شوف شو بيصير am I going to turn gay am I going to suddenly want to suck some cocks <laughs> Is that too much? I don't know. I mean, I'm kidding. I don't want to be too vulgar, folks. I'm kidding, obviously. But so, no, I just I wanted to have some fun, eat the cake. Let's see what happens. Maybe it does make you a little gay. Maybe, you know what I mean? Who knows? <laughs> no, that was fucking terrified. <laughs> Dude, I was going to do a whole fucking thing. I had a plan. It was going to be hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, so we, I called. I took it upon myself and I called a bunch of pandos, okay, yesterday. 
دقيت لها شي ست باند اوف فوكس واحد ولا الثاني دي لايك ام لايك هي في ليه عندكم الرينبو كيك لا استاذ ما عندنا اياه صرنا كذا شهر ما عندنا اياه وهيدي القصه كلها ما بنعرف ليه لا 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 ام لايك بس ذاتس وير ذيرز ا بيكتشر لايك نحن ما بنعرف عن جد بس انه وي ستوب سيلينغ ذات كيك من كذا شهر اي كول انذر فرع اي كيفك استاذ ما عندنا الكيك هيدا وقفناه من كذا شهر وانه ما ما فيك تلاقيه لايك ما في لاقيه اني وير دي لايك لا And then like بلشت انه يخافوا مني انا بدي اقول لهم عندكم الرينبو كيك لا لا استاذ وحيط لهم لايك ما تخافوا مني جاي شكي ام ناغن ريبورت يو تو ذا اوثوريتيز مني جاي بجنود الرب عليكم ام لايك اي اي سبورت ذا كيك بدي اشتري كيك ام لايك ذا سول سيتويشن از انسين سو دونت وري بس بدي اعرف اذا في منه للكيك لا استاذ وي هافن هاد ات فور مانث لو بنت خي بتحب الرينبوز بدك اياه بس ذن اي واز لايك اوكي ويت سمثينغ دازنت اد اب ذير تيلينغ مي ذات ذي هافن بين سيلينغ ذا كيك فور مانث بس اودات منزله صوره You know, with the cakes, so and I was like, "Is Odette lying? Like, was her tweet an osura min kaza shahir? Like, we just didn't notice. But these things, these these controversies pop up every now and then. This could this could be a fucking two-year-old photo, for all you know. She just shared it. Like, I'm outraged. How how would you know? But if you zoom into the photo, you can actually see the expiration date behind the cakes, and they say produced on the 28th of July, 2023, and it expires on July 30th, 2023. So yeah, this was yeah, yeah, just a few days ago. So. I called back another panda. I was like, "Wait a second, bro." I'm like, "Key fuck." I'm not going to tell you which location this was, but I called and I got a very nice employee on the phone that facilitated. I called him. I'm like, "Yo, bro, fi cakes." I said, "No, man, they don't send us." He hit me with the same thing. So, like, this year, man, they don't send us cake. I told him, "But fi hey, the sura and bayan alay the expiration date man kam yom and what's going to happen?" He's like, "Okay, it's the halak what's going to happen." He fucking laid it all out. He's like, "Hey, the order is coming from corporate. Alul na kina anul at telephone and we stopped selling this cake months ago, but we have been selling it." So if you call Pandora, they're going to tell you we haven't had it for months. They've been selling it after the Jnud al thing and after they decided in Khalas we were banning all rainbow stuff. Pandora was still selling the cake. They were still selling it. Once this story came out, now they actually stopped selling it. Hala mam, if you go to a Pandora, mishrah ta'ul al cake, if you call them they're going to insist that they don't have the cake and they haven't had it for months. But what he also told me is that they're probably going to bring it back once the story dies down. قال لي وقت بتموت المعموعه كلها رح نرجع نبيعوا للكيك لانه هذا الكيك نحن بنعمله للاولاد وكل الاولاد بيحبوه they've been making this cake apparently for 15 years. صار لهم 15 سنه الباندور عم بيعملوا هالكيك وعم بيبيعوه so it's like يعني this is so stupid عن جد العالم people are just looking for shit to be outraged about and كمان need we mention that نحن بلبنان هلا this week is the anniversary week of August August 20 August 4th 2020 blast العالم ما معه مصاري اكلين خرا your your bank savings are if you meet elf مشكله نحكي فيها why the fuck odette are you fucking talking about a cake like what it's it's just it's very stupid ما تخيل هي اصلا اودات كيف اجت اجت راحت اكيد عندها شيء صبحيه شي محل اجت شلت الايفون 14 هي عم بتبيعوا تبع اللوات لا بتصور عندكم كيك للوات هون وين المانجر بدي احكي هلا مع المدير وين المدير So let's actually let's call right now and see what they tell us. We're gonna find Let's see what happens when we call and ask about the cake. I want to see if they're still gonna say that it's been banned for months. Hello. Hey, bonsoir. Hello. Yeah, rainbow cake. اه صلوا قد ايه بطل عندكم؟ سؤالك ليش استاذ فيني اعرف؟ بدي اشتري منه لا ما عندنا منه اه اوكي سالكم لكم زمان او؟ ما عندنا ما عندنا منه اه اوكي ما خايف مني شيء مش مش رح شكيك ولا شيء استاذ ما عندنا منه ما عندنا 
اولريت لانه العالم هبل اجل لك بعرف ما انا انا معك سوري لاقول لك ليش سوري 17 سنه اللي بنبيع ريمبو هلا صار للمثليين عملوا عرفت وعم يقطع بندوني عيب الشوم عليهم انا معك انا الناس وسخين وتافهين بعرف انا بس ما بدي اسبب لك ولا مشكله لا لا ابدا بس ما عندنا اوكي ثانك يو ثانك يو يعطيك العافيه يو يا حرام I don't want to get him in trouble if he posts this though ما بعرف هلا we'll think about it god damn yo that was a hot phone call bro that guy yo that guy is the fucking shit give this guy a fucking promotion that's what i'm going to say this guy deserves a raise bro this guy deserves a raise and the guy that i spoke to yesterday bil fira kaman i'm not going to tell you kaman he told me and he was he's like this is ridiculous this is a cake we've been making for 15 years for kids bro this guy is a fucking legend i'm so glad all right so this is why you come to this fucking podcast baby this is why you come to this fucking show who be calling up pandor live baby mahala bro hala mahala then did something that i kind of yani Zanet that I could like, and I, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to get the slice cake, but Shadden did something different. Shadden went into a pando. <laughs> Your flashlight is on, by the way. Shadden went into a pando, and hello, uh, Kamena. This video got was controversial on Twitter. A lot of people are like, "Why are you annoying the, the the salespeople?" Hineshuhasun, etc. But let's watch Shadden's video. this goes on for a while. I don't want to keep showing because sometimes the employees' faces are showing. Look, I mean, I think Shadden, I, I think is like one of the only openly gay people in Lebanon. I think. I don't know anyone else that is like openly gay. So she's a very like important figure in that community. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, I'm glad. Obviously, this is going to be important to her. She's going to want to follow up. Twitter had a different reaction to Shadden's video, though. A lot of them were unhappy kind of in a, like that she's putting these employees in a very awkward position. So Kalina says, I don't the video that حتى لو وجهن مش مبين ما بيقبضوا كفاية تيتحملوا الهضامة. she makes a point, you know what I mean. هون مو says uh, what's that first word؟ يعني يعني غير إنه شادن كمخة وعلبة سردين على الحل. I don't agree with that. الموظفين ما خصون ومش مضطرين يتحملوا هبلكن وكماخدكن وتحطون بموقف محرج وبشع كرمال المحتوى الكوميدي للخرا. I mean, okay, this guy's being a bit too aggressive, Yanni. I don't like this kind of comedy. Bilal says, I don't like this kind of comedy for a simple reason. We all know it was a management decision and employees can't do anything about it and that they are supposed to treat the customers properly. But is that she called the administration? Sure, be my guest. How would you feel if you were the one working there? No, Shiri, it's not about read between the lines. It's about respect. These workers have nothing to do with all what happened. Yet a random comedian decided to visit and harass them for us to read the room. <laughs> she didn't attack. No, no, they're Twitter is Twitter. X uh, will always be X. People yeah. are going to go crazy on that platform. They're going to overreact. On, on Instagram, the reaction is way more positive. Look, did she put them in an awkward position? Probably. It's fine. But no, she is trying to see the message through through that. Is it it's a little prank, guys. It's fine. Um 
I think so. As you can tell, Yana, the employee that we just spoke to on the phone, they've been dealing with a lot of shit. He's, this is probably like the 20th phone call he got today asking yeah. about the cake. Some fucking crazy Christian lady called Odette or Georgette or Antoinette. Shrump it, be a right cake. Like, Haram, the guy's been having a... Like, he's probably been baking that cake with his own hands Just for 15 haram, years bro, all the love they, bro, they, they bro, hey, bro he was angry man like yeah, i felt yeah. like real anger through the phone i felt bad and like am i harassing him? Him. <laughs> like am i harassing him like you know what i mean so so i mean that's it yeah they if you call pando they're going to tell you that they haven't had the cake for a long time they haven't been selling it for months because they have been selling it which is fine i'm not trying to get anyone into trouble black is uh now they don't have it for sure and they're going to fucking deny it like this guy just did Best, it might also come back. So who knows? Pandora is an institution, though, with the statement that they released. It shouldn't really be supported, Yana. You know what I mean? These guys, these employees, Haram, Makhassun, they should get a raise for having to deal with all this stupid bullshit. But so no, Pandora, as an institution, do better. It's kind of like when Bud Light hired uh, Dylan Mulvaney, the trans person, to promote their beer. Once Hajam Okelon Alaya, and they're like, what the fuck? Fuck Bud Light. They didn't stand by her. They didn't defend her. What is she? They kind of threw her in with the problem. Like, we're never going to do that again. Like, deny, deny, deny. Pandor, like, bro, you, just, you don't need to shit on one community to appease <laughs> another very shitty community. Just be like, yo, the cake was for kids. It's not meant to represent gay people. But if you think it represents gay people, we ain't got no problem with that because we ain't got no problem with gay people. Guess what? Gay people like cake, whether it's colorful, whether it's not colorful. rainbows. I like Skittles. Do Skittles make you gay? The, the slogan Taba Skittles is taste the rainbow. <laughs> it's probably the gayest snack in the fucking world. Like, Ban Skittles, halla. Khalas, battal badna Skittles. <laughs> Look at this fucking prime. It's two colors away from being a fucking rainbow. <laughs> uh, last week, we talked about the UAE Lion King. Running with a monkey running. This guy, you know, I think, I think we've reacted to this guy a few months ago. He was like slapping some tigers around and, and all the comments were like, bro, you're going to get fucking killed. Uh, so it's the same guy. Same. I think it's the same guy, bro. Here he is. <laughs> I found another video of the monkey running. <laughs> one of, one of the monkeys wearing a different outfit, and it's not—it's not yelling as much. I think he was still training in here. <laughs> what is it wearing? Some baby shit. Habibi Kuba. I love little Kuba. Goodbye, baby. I can't believe Noor doesn't like Again, Noor is in here, so this isn't as relevant as it would be. But how is this not cute? Look at this. Look at little Kuba. <laughs> I love chocolate milk too. Just like that little monkey. I love chocolate milk. Yeah, shit's good. And it's got a bit of protein, so you know what I'm saying. Aww. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that little. I got it. 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 I like if there wasn't meat right in front of them, like he's like, oh no no, look at, don't look at me, look at the meat. <laughs> like, I'll fuck you up, oh, yeah. oh meat. <laughs> Why are they closing the the, the cage behind him? <laughs> I swear to God, half the comments and you're gonna die one day. Like, this is, it's so funny. Uh, 
Opposite end of the spectrum in terms of monkeys, Noor sent this on Instagram. That someone's, I think a viewer sent this to her, knowing that she hates monkeys. Yeah, that's her nightmare. This is her nightmare. This is what she's afraid of. I love the guy filming on me. Bro, these monkeys are freaking out. These are the monkeys. They're the ones like, that's what they tell you when you go to like countries. Don't feed the monkeys when you're a tourist. They will fucking harass you. Like if you get them used to, hey, that they're going to start approaching you. And if you don't feed them, in India, monkeys are a fucking like menace, bro. They go around. They terrorize neighborhoods, dude. And like they want, they steal food and shit. Like there's gangs of monkeys in other countries. Allah, dude, I'm not kidding. Like they they wait on buildings and fucking tourists. Bro, the monkeys are smart, man. There are there are long distant cousins. So, so these are different monkeys. Sound like a cute little chimp who's been trained and raised with the family his whole life. Bilbo's diapers and shit. <laughs> these are fucking street monkeys. Bilbo's Real Madrid. These are street, and they're fucking with eighty percent tourists come in and these fucking come enjoying cheap ass countries and their shitty exchange rates. That's what you get. You want to fuck with the take advantage of a fucked up country and a poor economy? Probably these countries are poor because your Western countries had something to do with destabilizing their governments or some shit. Come yeah. in, then you go there, you want to enjoy it. You get some monkey action, baby. That's what you get. That's what you get. Uh, the Beirut Blast video. All right, let's do that real quick. That's very so. Okay, there's a show that I watch on YouTube every week. It's called VFX Artists React. And every week they react to a bunch of different clips from movies that have a lot of, or, or TV shows that have a lot of visual effects. Their YouTube channel is called Corridor Crew. They're a bunch of VFX, they're a VFX house basically. You know, they do work for like movies and stuff. And on the side, they make a bunch of YouTube videos. And I love, I'm obsessed with VFX. Not, I don't, I'm not a computer coder. I don't know how to do any VFX, but I love behind the scenes of every movie. Like, and I used to buy original DVDs. I used to have a huge collection of DVDs and Blu-rays. I used to love the bonus feature discs that come with, with these movies. I would dive into them and see everything, how they would make movies from the VFX. And I've always been obsessed with visual effects like Industrial Light and Magic and Weta. All of these companies that make like kick-ass top-notch VFX. And I like a lot of effects-heavy movies, so a show about people that react to visual effects, that's my cup of tea. So on, every Sunday they drop an episode. This Sunday they dropped an episode, and like the thumbnail just caught my attention. It said like Beirut explosion. Hello, we'll show a screenshot of the, of the thumbnail. I was like, what the fuck? I go on the video, I skip to five minutes, and this is the segment that I see now. This is a three-minute segment. I really think we should watch the whole thing because they do such a good job of breaking it down. Uh, there's like a much shorter version, like Megaphone made like a 30-second version of it but i think it's important for us to watch this whole thing and then i'm gonna you know share we're gonna we're gonna comment on it as we watch it when the war started they protected me did you guys see the new trailer for the creator i haven't i've been avoiding it because i want to go in blind well now you're gonna watch it <laughs> so a reddit user named broke boy advanced caught this shot yes we gotta we gotta give a shout out to broke boy advanced on reddit he's the guy who noticed this thing I, I never and i've seen this trailer folks on like imax screens i never made the connection i never would have noticed it so this guy ala reddit literally made the connection which is fucking awesome. and pointed out on the uh, the filmmaker subreddit like yesterday because yeah. this came out a day ago yeah like yesterday <laughs> let's, i just want to see if you guys catch it and let's talk about it 10 years ago today the artist so i've yet to see any of this trailer i've been in full blackout mode okay not this shot whoa hold this up. Shot. really cool okay pause 
Yeah, Wait, did you see it? No, I'm just... I'm, I'm so these guys, the two other guys, and the guy sitting in the middle, Ren, and the guy on the left, Jordan, they don't know what's happening. Only Nico, the guy with the long hair, knows what's going on here. So he's kind of seeing if they can figure out Trombi see Making this nuclear bomb video, and that was like the perfect B-roll. Yeah, but let's go back again. The shot after the nuclear bomb shot. That one? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Is that, is that what we're looking for? <laughs> Coolness? Because I found it. Can, can we pause on it? You want it to be cool, but... That it doesn't really seem that cool anymore. Wait, what happened? What explosion does that look like in recent memory? Oh, you're talking about Beirut. Wait. They used the explosion from Bay the actual footage of Beirut and composited it into... Yikes. Yikes. I don't know about that Wait, one. Wait, what do you mean? Here's the guy say, I love their reaction. Because the guy sitting in the middle, Ren, normally Mabiskut. Ren is always talking, talking, talking. He's very happy. He's very excited and passionate about visual effects. The look on his face tells you everything you need to know about, like, this is so fucked up. And these are guys that work with VFX. They do this type of shit every day. So uh, they're like, this is so fucked And the other guy, Jordan, is like, wait, this is in the movie? Like, this is not a normal thing that visual effects people normally do, at least people with ethics. So I love the way that they're reacting to this, to be honest with you. This is the movie frame. Here's a Beirut frame. Look at the lens flare across the cloud. Oh, yikes. Yikes. Uh, I don't think that that's a good idea, though. No. But you can see, you can literally see, like, behind the CGI futuristic buildings are the exact buildings. Like, you can see that little, like, yellowish building with, like, little top on it right next to that antenna. Oh, that's just, don't do it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, they, so they basically took the real footage. And they composite and yeah. do the composite. Uh, they the used it as a base touristy. plate for their VFX shot, and then they dressed it up. They modernized the buildings. They made it look a little bit different. But the base plate for that VFX shot is a real-life shot real-life footage of the August 4th blast, which we're celebrating the anniversary of this week. I was there, by the way. Like, I was, I was, be Beirut, bro. Like, I, I, I thought I was going to die when that happened. So for someone to use that footage in a movie trailer to sell a movie is beyond fucked up. It is beyond unethical. I want to, I want the guys to keep talking before I get into it. Yikes, man. You got an emotional reaction, right? It's like, it, it felt very it's visceral. yikes, right? Yeah. So, Putting words to that, I'm gonna hold off on like judgment for the filmmakers for a second. Just for me, for my enjoyment of a movie, I wanna go in and have fun. I wanna watch things. I wanna think these are cool. Yeah. And when it's actual footage from an actual tragedy, it's not cool anymore. I don't enjoy it. Whatever the filmmakers are wanting to do, like, I personally don't like it. Yeah. And it does, it makes me not want to watch the film. I kinda get you because, I mean, a lot of why we go to films is to escape reality and to just even know that under the surface of what are visual effects and really well done visual effects is actual devastation or suffering or death even. Mm -hmm. It just, it, uh, it just feels, uh, it's upsetting. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, not a good idea. You know, some people are out the question like, well, what about reference and things like that? And like, and again, I can't highlight Ren who's sitting in the middle can barely yeah, in a form a sentence. He's just watching this in disgust, which if someone like me who watches these guys every week, I, I know how they, how they behave. So this is so out of character for Ren that I, I'm very happy that they feel this way because it's... And I left a comment on their video. I was like, thank you for pointing this out, boys. Uh, yeah, I really appreciated it because I never would have known unless they talked about it. I think, like, when you're looking at tragedy or, like, footage of tragedy for reference, I think that's okay because, you know, you're looking at reality. You're 
you're understanding the world, right? And art is a process of understanding the world. But to use it as like stock footage in your shot, like to exploit the footage of tragedy, especially when it's like kind of this recent still, maybe you're rushing to get a trailer out and you need a shot, but it's still, it's like, oh, yeah. even, that's even worse in a way. You're advertising, you're like, yeah. oh, quick, let's just use that <laughs> the tragic footage. Just we need something quick for our marketing. It's yeah. like, ugh. You know, maybe the filmmakers are trying to be like, we don't want it to hit. We want you to feel like the reality of these nukes going off. But like, you got robots in like sci-fi buildings. It's just, mm, it doesn't work for me, you know? I totally get it. It doesn't work for me. I'm curious what you guys think, you know? Let us know, let us know in the comments. And uh, once again, shout out to Reddit user BrokeBoyAdvance for catching this. BrokeBoyAdvance, if you ever see this video by, I don't know how this will end, you'll end up seeing this, but if you ever see this, thank you. From one, from a Lebanese guy thank who- Thank you. And, were, that, were you at the blast? Like, yeah. did you experience the fucking- Thank God, thank God, man. And you don't have to, you don't have to have been there to be offended or disgusted by this. So no, Anna, for me, this kind of, this really upset me. Like, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, Anjad, do we mean nothing to you? Hala. Just to build on something that Nico was saying at the end. Like, maybe they were in a rush to get this shot done. Maybe just for the trailer. Like, I understand if it's like some junior. It's a young VFX artist. He did it without telling anyone. Like, maybe he didn't tell the director, Gareth Edwards, that he's doing this. He tried to do it in secret. He did it. No one really knew. Maybe he was in a rush to get this out for the trailer. Like, I get wanting to take a shortcut because you were under a lot of pressure. And something I have to say, visual effects artists in the States and everywhere in the world are under a lot of pressure work-wise. They are very, they're severely underpaid. The whole VFX industry is very fucked up. The way a VFX house gets a job is they bid. And a movie says, yo, we're looking for a VFX house to make VFX for Iron Man 5, for example. You have all these, it's kind of, kind of the government and they're trying to get architects to bid for the project. It's the same thing. So these VFX houses, they're so desperate to get the work they keep lowering their price to get these jobs until the end. It barely covers their expenses. Sometimes they take jobs at a loss, just photo even though they know it's going to cost them money. And a lot of times there's a documentary called Life After Pi. It's about the VFX house that did the, the VFX for Life of Pi. Have you seen it? It's got no. the CGI tiger on the boat. Very VFX uh, heavy the Life movie. of Pi, Everson, the Life After Pi. Yeah. So the guys that made the VFX for Life of Pi won the Oscar for, for that movie. They went bankrupt like a week later. They had to declare bankruptcy because halfway through the movie, like the director was like, I don't like the design of the tiger. Change everything. Redo it from scratch. And that technically, you, if you pay for the VFX house, they have to do whatever the fuck you ask. So they had to work double the time, spend, invest twice the money, all that shit. They had to go bankrupt after winning a fucking Oscar. So I get that VFX artists are... With Marvel, the Marvel boom and, and TV is booming. So there's more and more projects. They need more and more VFX. These people are, are worked so hard and they're, they're underpaid. And they're undervalued. So I completely understand that. So some junior VFX guys like, shit, I got to get this shot done by tomorrow. Let's use some existing footage. I can kind of forgive that. Y'all got to take that shit out of the trailer. Knowing that now, now that the world has seen it, now that the world knows what you guys fucking did, cut that out of the movie. Cut that fucking scene out. Make another one. This is unacceptable. Yeah, like, and I think uh, the guy, uh, uh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. The, the only thing, the only reason why I watch movies person, personally is because I want to escape reality. And the fact that they used like one of the most tragic events and they put it in the movie, it's a bit controversial. Whenever they did this, the iMagic did the series about Beirut 607. Mm -hmm. After like a year or after like months, yeah, it, it wasn't 
cool. I thought it was yeah. too soon as well. I thought it was way too soon. I thought it was exploitative. I know it won a bunch of awards. A lot of people I know worked on those things. I find it, I find I, it weird that like I was on set last year. It wasn't It was strange when I like I'm like, did you keep to think about scripts? There's still like the blood isn't warm on the fucking ground yet, and they yeah. have scripts written. And I I I, I haven't se- I haven't seen a single one of those films to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it was like, and I don't plan on watching one. <laughs> Um, I just want to talk about a little bit. Like, so here's a poster for the film. The creator, it's directed by Gareth Edwards. Now, look, personally, guys, I love, I love original sci-fi movies. Like this, to me, honestly, looked great. You know what I mean? Like we don't get a lot of these movies, big budget sci-fi movies that aren't based on something that's extremely famous, like a comic book or something like that. So I thought it was cool. Gareth Edwards has also made a couple of movies that I like. Uh, he made Monsters and like... 2010 or 2012 it's this low budget let me see i wrote down a couple of things so yeah he made monsters in 2010 it's a very low budget monster movie with some light vfx work very nice i thought it was great for such a low budget movie he was able to do a lot with that money in 2014 he directed the godzilla reboot which at the time i kind of liked but so no when looking back at it there was not nearly enough godzilla in that movie uh, it's like it's kind of boring you don't care about any of the human characters like it should have been a lot more fun than it was but it was a well-made movie then he made Rogue One in 2016, Star Wars Star Rogue Wars, One. Yeah. And film, like once they, they had an early cut of the movie, it was so bad that they had to kick him out. And they brought in Tony Gilroy to like rewrite a bunch of scenes and to re and to do a whole bunch of reshoots, like months of months of reshoots. And he saved that movie because apparently Gareth Edwards' work was so bad. Let me just get you a couple of those, like a bunch of um, news articles. He did come in the last Jedi. He was in The Last Jedi. He had a little cameo. Ryan Johnson directed ah, The Last Jedi. So th- these are just a few clippings from Gareth Edwards uh, while he was directing St- uh, Rogue One. Star Wars Rogue One was almost terrible, how it was saved from being awful. Here's another one. Rogue One's reshoots show how Disney saved the first standalone Star Wars movie. Gareth Edwards' film was a surprisingly risky experiment for the franchise. Hollywood Reporter, Tony Gilroy on Rogue One reshoots. They were in terrible trouble. The screenwriter who salvaged the Star Wars project says the situation was so dire, all you could do was improve their position. And The Escapist says, the Rogue One director's cut you always wanted is never, ever coming, says Tony Gilroy. So, Gareth, my man, I'm not trying to make you feel bad here, but like, bruh, your track record isn't great. I'm surprised someone gave you this much money to make a movie like this after the shit show that was Star Wars Rogue One. (laughs) Maybe don't be doing stupid shit like this, Gareth. What do you think about that, Gareth? I hope, I hope that that decision, that that VFX shot, like Gareth Makinari, if he never approved it, or like if he had known... Like what you base that on a real on a real explosion? Fuck you! I don't know what Gareth did or how he reacted, but if Gareth knew that this was the case and he yeah, greenlit it, that's fucked fuck up. Fuck you, Gareth Edwards. I hope you never work again. Hala, Anna Martins Arun Hone hatit comment. Hala, megaphones real. This is the kind of movie they should ban, not Barbie. Listen, Martin, نحنا they should not ban Barbie, but let's not start banning movies. I'm not even calling for this to be banned. Let's stop. نحنا دغري من نوت ban it في لبنان ban. stop banning. Stop banning. بكفي banning. ما بدنا بقى banning. بس إنه cut that scene out. Not مش the Lebanese government. Gareth, fucking Gareth Edwards, cut that shit out, bro. Let's not talk about Rogue One anymore. خلاص. Let's look past Rogue One. Don't fuck this up. This is a big ass budget sci-fi movie. You want this to do well, right? Not مش إنه لبنان is gonna help you. Listen, no. We'll support you any way we can, bro. Let's cut that fucking scene out of the movie. Because you can't your career cannot afford a fucking flop. Yeah, folks, this is it. Yeah, and the crazy news and, and for, for this news to drop on during the week of, of the August 4th explosion is fucking crazy. Yo, 
I'm going to update you guys on what happens. Is the scene, has the scene been cut from the movie? And I'm doing my best to harass the, I, I went to the trailer on YouTube. I harassed them. I'm, I tried to find Gareth Edwards on Twitter. He's not on Twitter, Twitter because the Star Wars fans would have killed him. So I'm trying to tweet at him directly. Like, what, like, what up, motherfucker? Like, cut that shit out. So, very fucked up, though. Fucked up. Prime taste test. Look at this kid. Okay, watch this as I go get the prime bottles. This is fucking stupid as fuck. If Lebanon is, I'm in the heart of Lebanon, Beirut, Zaytuna Bay. I'm gonna keep my car keys. Range Rover 2023, right here. Show around. Showcase around. Gonna go get some coffee and come back. Starbucks right now. Let's go check on the car. The car is right there. Look at this. Look at this. Thank you, Habibi. Thank you. Oh, wow, wow. This is how safe Lebanon is. Habibi, come to Lebanon. Look at someone that hugged me. It's like, Habibi, go back to Dubai, motherfucker. This guy, I don't think he's from Lebanon, man. You could do this be Dubai, bro. Zaytuna Bay, of course, no one's going to steal him in fucking Zaytuna Bay, which is like rich fucking central. Yeah, bro. Anyways, this is stupid as fuck. Time for some prime taste. That's for drink prime. Prime. Sports extreme. We got three flavors here. I'm not gonna lie, I've already tasted Prime before. I've tried the ice pop once, liked it. My favorite one was the strawberry watermelon, which was the only other one I tried, which was also fucking delicious. So Nadim and I got these three. The ice pop, blue raspberry, and tropical punch. By the way, each one costs $5.25. This is fucking crazy expensive. Do not buy these unless you're fucking rich, okay? This is not worth it. If you're a little kid, they can't afford Yeah, most places sell it for $7. It's a bargain. Everywhere else sells it for fucking 7 So anyways, let's try. I want to talk about Prime just a little bit because Everybody's buying them because of the hype. Okay, Logan Paul, KSI, it's been sold as a hydration drink with double the electrolytes that Gatorade has. Well, it's all bullshit. I'm going to tell you why. But do they still taste good? Let's find out. Let's see. And I've tried the ice pop, so I'm not going to try it. I want to try the blue raspberry first. Smells nice. Smells a little Gatorade-y. Gatorade You can put it in your glass if you want. Make it easier. Hit them, do. Yeah, I don't like tropical punch flavors. Yeah, and I, I don't like this flavor much. Hey, do they make these in, like drinks in the States? They like making a big jug of tropical punch, patula, like alcohol. It tastes just like this, so it's a very American thing. Try another one, bro. Try one of these. And I've tried. This one's really good. The ice pop one, I quite like. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think the bottles are nice. 
the branding looks pretty nice يعني. in terms of that they're very flavorful that's the thing they have going for them how that we'll talk about it. it's like the blue gatorade try it right. pretty good yeah this one tastes a bit more like tropical punch rather than this and the strawberry watermelon one is legit good it's very good but it has a very strong flavor which one of these do you like the most no I'm just asking pick one and I'll pick which one do you prefer between the blue or the or this one <laughs> Uh, the blue one. The blue one. Yes. Give me this one. Hell yeah. They give me one more sip of the blue one. Let me just try one more time so that I remember the taste before I never have it again. Hell no, for five bucks, I'm buying the shit again. No way. I'm going to get it. 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 قلت له قد ايه هيدا؟ قال له شي 7 دولار، بروح شفت ليه ما بتوقف؟ قلت له خيان قلت له هيك برايم لوجان بول كي اس اي قلت له ايه ليك يا من ورا تيك توك وفليت بس انه حرام ركب بدي اعرف ارجع اشتري تخيل شي لوك تيك مجبوره تشتري له حرام حرام ايه ذيس از ذا بين اوف بيرنتس هلا فولكس ليتس توك ابوت برايم ذيس از ذا موست اوفر هايبد درينك ذات از ايفر اكزيستد ايفريبادي از باين ات برايم برايم ديتل برايم ايفريبادي نوز اتس اكسبنسيف ليت مي تيل يو ا ليتل بيت ابوت برايم فولكس ذيس از ا شيتي درينك Prime, prime. In terms of hydration, so normally Gatorade has a lot. Like this tells you this is better than Gatorade because there's less sugar. Gatorade has like 24 grams yeah. or something of sugar. But Gatorade has sugar in it because the drink itself has a bunch of sodium. Why? Because when you work out, your body loses a lot of sodium. And it's one of the most important electrolytes that you need. Prime only has 10 milligrams of sodium, while other brands like uh, Gatorade have a lot, way like 100 milligrams of sodium, which is what your body actually needs. So that's why if Gatorade doesn't put sugar in their drinks, it's going to taste like fucking ass because it's going to taste like salty water. So they put a lot of sugar to offset no, the, no. The, the sodium. That way you drink it, you enjoy it, you replenish your body with the electrolytes it needs. Prime, does, they want to promote themselves as the low sugar option. So there is no sugar in there. Since there's barely any sugar in there, there's barely any sodium in there. Because if they had a bunch of sodium in this, which is what you need, it would taste like ass without the sugar. So how come Prime, they say Prime has double the electrolytes than Gatorade? Well, how, how did they do that? Because they put 700 milligrams of fucking potassium in this shit. So every time you drink a Prime, you're basically overdosing on fucking potassium. <laughs> and it's giving, you, it's giving you electrolytes that your body doesn't really need. You know what I mean? It's just technically it's more electrolytes, but it's not electrolytes that you need. So this is not, and that's why you never see actual athletes like drinking this while they work out. They'll drink it after they win a boxing match as a sponsor, like Yay Prime. You don't. You, this won't fucking do shit to help you if you're actually working out. It's the Mishtarid official drink by UFC. By UFC. What the fuck, bro? Look, there's 700 milligrams of potassium. There's 124 milligrams of magnesium. Like they're adding all these other vitamins in here to. Artificially boost the number of electrolytes, but they're not the electrolytes that you actually like need to perform in sports. So who should buy Prime? Why should you buy Prime? Just to enjoy the flavor. And I buy them. Like the, I've bought two bottles before. That's it. I just honestly I leave it in the fridge for like two three days. I every time I open the fridge, I take a couple of sips. It's refreshing. The flavor is way too strong. Honestly, <laughs> the whole thing. It's way too flavorful. 
So, I'll take a few <laughs> steps. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, dude, I, I've never wanted to drink a whole one <laughs> in a <laughs> row. It's too, like, hated. Try to drink this one, you know what I mean? Take one sip. Oh, yeah. They're very strong in terms of flavor. I would still, like, I would buy, like, two of these a month. Like, one of these and one of the strawberry watermelon ones. That's it, bro. Yeah. Ten bucks. خلص. انت بروح هلا مع شكلك والبراد بالغلط فتحت البراد كما دموعي عندك تبروير كلها بروتين بارسي بروتين بارسي اي هاف تو برو يو هاف تو هلا مع البرايم انسى مع البرايم خلص ارنولد دوش باج برينك برايم سبورتس اكستريم سو اي مين ذيس ار جست لايك فان تو هاف فان تو درينك افري وانس ان اوايل ذي تيست جود اتس لايك ا تريت انا اي لوك ات سنس سنس ذير فاكن فايف بوكس ا بوتل اي كونسيدر ذيس لايك ا ليتل تريت اي تريت ماي سيلف تو ا بوتل اوف ذيس افري ناو اند ذن اوفر دوس اون سم فاكن بوتاسيوم But so no, you don't need to take this to the gym. You don't need to drink this for any reason other than if you just want to try it out. I know. I just got curious, honestly. All these fucking people fighting in supermarkets for this shit and paying. Bro, they were, they were, people were paying $100 for a bottle in England and shit. Yeah, and it's fucking crazy. Well, I'm okay from England, I guess. I was honestly. It was, they, they, they controlled many. They limited the supply on purpose just so that people would fight over it and shit. Like, it's really stupid. But so no, and I just wanted to try it. And I and I, I wish I could say I hated the flavor. They taste pretty okay, and they don't taste bad. Like this one is good. The blue one's okay. The 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 strawberry watermelon watermelon one again. Like I fucking really like that one. I would buy that one happily again for five dollars. This one I'll never buy again. The tropical punch. Yeah, I, I I would not. You sure you don't want this one? Take the blue. One. <laughs> Give me the blue one. Shubat, uh, I think that's it, folks. I think that's it. sorry. We made you wait for this intense prime. Inta, would you buy a prime? Would you ever spend five bucks on a bottle of prime? It's very good, and I really liked it personally. Exactly. Would you would you would you buy another one of these or that's no. it? Never. This one. The bottle looks cool. I like the design. Yeah, I like I like I packaging. This packaging is cool. This one, right? This one, like, genuinely looks pretty cool. I like it. Anyways, folks, with all that. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, I'm worried that the the corridor crew stuff is going to get us copyrighted. Who cares, folks? Let's thank our brand new patrons, Sahar Huri, Curly Legend, and Lucas with an R. Once again, you guys are amazing. Thank you to our other blonde patrons like Enzo S, Daniel Habib, Darkwing Duck, Jad Sabir, Celine H, Paul Christel, and Lily. Lily was their dog. Oh my God, I forgot that Lily. I forgot about Lily. Such a sweet little doggy. How are you, Lily? You good? Uh, we got superhero patrons like Kevin Masad, Mustafa Wahbe, and Jabdullah, and got your patrons Jessica and Rafat Fakih and Burgery. Folks, if you want to support us on Patreon, check it out. Choose a tier that's right for you. We will be back next week with another episode, hopefully with some more interns. We'll see what's up. Mabul, I don't want you with more people. I get some more interns. Some more interns. Yeah. I didn't say with different interns. Uh, Objectification. Yeah, God bless, guys. If if anyone finds a slice of rainbow cake, please let me know on Instagram. I don't think you're gonna find them based on that phone call we had. But anyways, uh, as always, folks. Do not-